The Grey Goose, Adventures of a Modern Robin Hood. Barbara's father, Brian Favisham, was still in jail, suffering for the sins of his business associates. Barbara and I dubbed them the 40 Thieves. One of them was a wealthy city man, Sir Thomas Bradbury. So, having an invitation, I decided to put in an appearance at Sir Thomas's home. Lovely party, Lady Bradbury. I'm so glad you're enjoying yourself, Mr. Fletcher. Mr. Fletcher? Well, Roland. Ah. <laughs> My dear man, how do you manage to keep so smart and young and uh, youthful? <laughs> dear, you make me feel so old. Lady Bradbury, I really must introduce you to my beauty specialist. She must be charming. <laughs> Not a bit. She's a he, and he's an ex-pugilist and trader. <laughs> Always one to have your little joke, won't you? Yes, uh, failing of mine, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, do go on enjoying yourself, Roland. You'll excuse me, I'm sure. Yes. I, I must see to my guest. Quarter past. Must get a move on. Gosh, what a crowd. Never noticed me going upstairs. I hope. Uh-uh. Friend Ben Ford in the offing. Where are you going, sir? Oh, just upstairs. I expect they've got one up there. There's one down here, just down that passage. Good heavens, Rolly Fletcher. Well, 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 if it isn't the university sleuth. Ben Ford, how are you? Didn't know you knew our fat ladyship, Bradbury. No, tonight's my first experience of the lady. As a fact, I'm here on business. Business? But there's a party on. Oh, I see. Hence the fish and chips. That is the business. You see, Rowley, there's quite a lot of wealth in what have you here tonight. But uh, what's that got to do with you? Well, there's a very particular, not to say spectacular, cracksman at work lately. Very clever devil, too. You don't say. I do mm. say. He's got some bug in his hair that he's a modern Robin Hood. That's from his point of view. But it doesn't work today, not these days. The Yard takes a very dim view of the whole affair. It was thought he may decide to operate tonight. At Lady Bradbury's at home? Yes, at Lady Bradbury's at home. Huh, terrible. And so you and your sleuths are on the mark, ready to make an immediate arrest. If he tries anything, yes. But I may say I don't think he'll show up tonight. It's too obvious. Oh, you think so? Yes. But if he does, if anybody loses as much as a single hairpin... I'll get him. Oh, that sounds most convincing, Ben. I uh, wish you luck. Sorry to leave you, but I really must go. Down the passage, you said, didn't you, Ben? Ah, <laughs> oh, there you are, Inspector. Do come and talk to me. You can still keep your eyes open, can't you? Madam, it'd be more to our mutual benefit if you forgot I was an inspector. Oh, of course. I mean, Mr. Ford. Nothing suspicious up to date? No, madam, not yet. Well, perhaps I'm too... too imaginative. But I really am flattered that Scotland Yard is interested. So unusual. We're not generally interested, my lady, in petty theft. 
We're here tonight on account of somewhat greater issues than petty theft. Oh, but of course. How is the Bloodhound Trail? I do hope it leads you somewhere. I I'm terribly worried for my guest's property. Oh, uh, weren't you talking just now to that charming Mr. Roland Fletcher? Why, yes, he was here a minute ago. I wonder when... Oh, there he is. Apparently gone out onto the porch for smoke. Yes, that's him. I'd never mistake that wonderful poise he seems to have. So handsome, too. Uh, should he come in, do send him to find me. I've got a very charming girl. He must be. I certainly will. Roland Fletcher's a very lucky man. With Ben Ford in the main hall, I think I'll make for the back stair. Hmm. This is the room. Ye gods. A glimmer of light under the door. Must put on my mask, it seems. Somebody at the safe, obviously. Police, police. Oh, dearie me, where are you? Well, here goes. Stick him up, pal. Blimey, you're tough. Straight, Governor. I, I ain't done nothing. Oh, no. Stand up and shut up and chuck that torch over here. All right. Now, let's get a good look at you. Well, I'm jiggered. The famous, or infamous rather, Sam Burnett. Look here, Governor. I don't know who you are, but... Don't squeal on me and I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll split with you. Fifty-fifty. Split with me, you rat. What do you think I am? I'll tell you. I reckon you can't be on the level or you wouldn't be wearing that there black thing across your face. And in any case, how do you know who I am? Sammy boy, your face is familiar and as ugly as the GPO. You've been in for burglary a dozen times. Robbery with violence, and twice you've done a stretch for beating up that rather nice wife of yours. Oh, look here, Mr. Nowell. Put that there gun down and I'll take it out on you like the missus never knowed about, see? No thanks, rat. I've got other plans for you and for myself. Just pick up some of those diamond trinkets. Uh, what, you mean? Yes, I mean, put them in your pocket. Blimey. Now, chuck those notes and those papers over here. Quick, you lump of gutter scrapings. Thanks. You know, Sam, I'm a bit grateful to you. That saves an awkward one. I didn't expect to find you here, and uh, I didn't expect to find the safe uh, well and truly opened. So you're... So I'm nothing. You've saved me quite a deal of trouble. But notwithstanding that, Sam, I'm not feeling friendly towards you. I hate bullies and cards and wife beaters. As a matter of fact, we are well met. I didn't expect to pay off two scores, one on you and the other our host. So now, Sam, much obliged as I am for the safe opening, here's one for the wife. And one, two, three, and four. Out to it. What a coincidence, Samuel. You'll lie just by an open safe. Your pockets are filled with the odds and ends of old Bradbury's. Odds and ends? My, my, what a catch for the gendarme. Well, just to puzzle them when they arrive, there's a little token. 
a gray feather from the gray goose. Where would you like it? In the air, I think. So, now my poor unconscious Sam, I'm going to make the welkin ring. In fact, I'm going to blow a police whistle. And in one moment, hordes will be upon you and you'll be jugged for at least two years. My hat, won't Mrs. Sam miss you? Give her my love when you come out. Well, cheerio, Sam. Oh, my gum. You can have it. It's only a sort of new design for a cigarette lighter. Now, here goes. for the back stairs and out into the night. Home only and don't spare the patent leather shoes. Bristo! Marx! Keep those stairs clear! Come with me, careful! Yes, sir. Sir, what's on up here? Well, I'm jiggered. Careful, put the cuffs on that man. Yes, sir. And quiet, everybody! Why, he's out, sir. Right out to it. Good heavens, sir, it's Sam. Sam, Sam who? Sam Burnett, one of the oldest lags in the game, sir. Oh, I know that, confound it. I can see something else. Yes, sir, a grey feather in his ear hole. Yes, a grey feather. Capital? Yes, Inspector? More in this than meets the eye. How, sir? There's the safe open and here's Sam Burnett loaded with the diamonds and things. Damn it, Constable, Sam's out cold. Maybe his pockets are loaded with the stuff from the safe. But he didn't knock himself out. Nor did he give himself such a beating up. Nor did he, for that matter, present himself with that grey feather or blow a police whistle. All right, everyone. Please return to the party downstairs. <laughs> this is the work of the grey goose. And Sam Burnett, isn't he? That's one thing certain. Well... That's another one up to the Grey Goose. Nice night, sir. Uh, yes. Leaving now, sir? Uh, yes. Seeing as you've been out here most of the time, you must have missed the Barney inside, I suppose. Yes. Uh, <coughs> got a cold. Good night. Good night, sir. Well, I'm darned. I reckon Mr. Roland Fletcher's at it. He ain't very talkative tonight. Oh, I thought I was a gone coon, really, when that door porter talked to me. All I could say was, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> A very cooperative monosyllable, Barbara, in some cases. Rowley, behave, please. <laughs> now, tell me the rest. Well, quite unexpectedly, that toad Sam Burnett will get a load of what he mostly deserves. Mrs. Burnett will be relieved of his company for at least two years. Oh, that reminds me. Shove a hundred-pound notes into an envelope and post them to her. Oh, she'll just love that. <laughs> no. Now, strange enough, darling, Mrs. Burnett is one of those women who would rather have two black eyes and her husband around than even a thousand pounds. <laughs> Women are like that. <gasps> Rowley! Would you like a poke at my eyes? <laughs> Not for the moment, darling. We've got other things to do. There's the Bradbury Papers. Oh, I'd forgotten. I hadn't. From that safe that Sam so conveniently opened, 
I procured a very substantial amount of bearer bonds. Release them on the market tomorrow, and the Bradbury millions will melt away to nothing. Good. And then? There's enough other company notes of bad flotations, etc., to get him ten years. And my father? Not yet, my dear. But I think you can safely cross out another name from your list. The name of Bradbury. Another name. Another name nearer father's release. Yes, my dear. And a step nearer. Listen again for the next adventure of Roland Fletcher, freebooter, modern Robin Hood, the man they call the Grey Goose.